What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy Graham, also known as Hamhox42 on the internet, and today we're looking at yet another random magic card. Oh, wait a minute. This card isn't random at all. In fact, it's Kaldheim Spoilers. Kind of. A little. So, Kaldheim Spoilers officially start next month. However, they decided to grace us with a couple of preview cards to give us an idea of what to expect with the set. And I gotta say, I like what I'm seeing so far. And today I want to talk about Halvar, God of Battle. Now, Halvar is a legendary creature god. Okay, when I heard that there were going to be gods in this set, which it makes sense, they're de doing Norse mythology, the gods play a major role within Norse mythology, so it makes sense, but the first thing I thought of is, how are they going to be indestructible, or how are they going to function? Because the way gods have worked historically throughout magic is that when you look at the Amonkhet gods, they're indestructible but they need to hit, you have to meet some kind of condition in order to attack or block with them um, and that's where their primary benefit really comes from you know they're heavily statted creatures that are very that have some kind of powerful effect um, but they're really only useful if they're attacking or blocking or they're primarily useful if they're attacking or blocking um, and they're indestructible then you have the theros gods who similarly um, unless you have enough devotion to their particular color, they're enchantments and not creatures, which is also a way in which their power is being limited in one way or another, which is kind of cool. Um, and so when I heard that there were going to be go gods on Kaldheim, it was like, okay, what's going to be special about them? And my assumption was going to be that they were going to be low-cost creatures that were overstated and powerful that had some kind of downside um, and were potentially indestructible. So you know what? I actually haven't read this card yet, even though it's been in front of you this whole time if you're watching on the YouTube feed, so let's go ahead and get into it. Creatures you control that are equipped or enchanted have double strike. At the beginning of each combat, you may attach target aura or equipment attached to a creature you control to target creature you control. So, so interestingly, Halvar here doesn't have any form of evasion, doesn't have any form of indestructibility or any kind of uh, graveyard recursion effect, which are all common ways that we see gods function. So this god in no way is immortal, which I find interesting. But there is something a little bit different about this card that makes it somewhat special, um, and that is that it's a modal DFC. But on the other side is the Sword of the Realms, which is a legendary artifact equipment. Equipped creature gets plus two, plus zero, and has vigilance, and then whenever equipped creature dies, return it to its owner's hand. There it is. All right, so there's the uh, the recursion ability. Now, the, interestingly enough, this sword bestows that indestructibility. Well, not indestructibility in this case. It recurs to your hand, so it it bestows that immortality aspect onto the wielder, whoever that may be. Um, and interestingly enough, it can be Halvar. So you can have Halvar wielding the Sword of the Realms. <clears throat> There's absolutely nothing stopping you from doing that. Now, that's not super likely to happen because you are limited to four copies in your deck because it is all on one card. So the chances of you actually drawing Halvar and having the Sword of the Realms at the same time is not great because, um, well, it's half as likely as it would be if it was two unique cards. So that's something. But as an added benefit, if you have either the Sword of the Realms down or you have Halvar down already, then... 
if they're already on the battlefield and you draw in into another one, you can just play whichever one you don't have. So it's two legendary permanents on opposite sides of the same card. This design is fantastic. I absolutely love it. And the fact that I, I'm willing to bet we're going to see a full cycle of gods, at least one for each color, that have some kind of equipment on their backside and whenever equipped creature dies, return it to its owner's hand. I'm willing to bet we are going to see that throughout the cycle um, because there's some kind of immortality aspect when it comes to gods. And it looks like that's how they're manifesting it here on Call Time. Yeah. So let's take a look at Halvar again real quick. So creatures you control that are that are enchanted or equipped have double strikes. So this guy is a Boggles powerhouse. You know, it just gives double strikes. So this looks to me like... So it, Halvar is the god of battle. It looks very much like he focuses on equipping an equipping armies uh, and in so doing bestows a, upon them great power. So it makes sense that if Halvar was on the battlefield, he would be able to bestow great power upon those who are armed with his blessings, I guess, in the form of auras or equipment. Um, so that kind of makes sense. Kind of, as much sense as anything. And interestingly enough, the sword itself does not grant double strike, which I would kind of expect just flavorfully, but at the same time, I'm glad it doesn't because then it doesn't, um, you don't double dip, if you will, if you have Sword of the Realms and Halvar down at the same time. So I think that's pretty darn useful. Yeah, all in all, I gotta say, I love this design. If this is what we're gonna see from the new gods, I'm all for it. Oh, and there's some flavor text through too as well on the Sword of the Realms. It cuts through the cosmos itself, carving new omen paths between the realms. Ooh, interesting. So that's the other thing that I've noticed about Kaldheim. It appears to be a plane that is made up of different realms. So that is an interesting dynamic, which it makes sense when you think about the world tree in Norse mythology. Yggdrasil, I think that's how you pronounce that. Um, or at least that's how you pronounce it with a Midwestern accent. Um, that the tree is made up of tiers. You have Midgard, you have Asgard, you have the Underworld, which I believe is simply called Hell with one L instead of two for some reason. Um, well, just because that's the Nordic word for it. So you have these different tiers of existence, which in Norse mythology is representative of the earth, the heavens, and hell. And so you have these these planes that could only be traversed with uh, the Bifrost, which was the... Uh, the Rainbow Bridge, which I'm sure many of you remember from the Thor movies, if nothing else, um, which was pulled directly from Norse mythology. And so the idea that a plane within Magic the Gathering can be made up of multiple realms of existence kind of twists my brain a little bit, if I'm honest, because the different planes are what I always understood to be the different, you know, states of existence, the different um, the different realms within the multiverse. And so the idea that within one you have these different tiers, although come to think of it, Theros has an underworld, which is the exact same thing. I guess I'm just overthinking it, but I guess that's on brand. So, yeah, so interestingly enough, the Sword of the Realms is capable of uh, 
carving new omen paths between the realms. So the omen paths presumably being the same uh, same functionality as the Bifrost in North, Norse mythology, being able to transport people between realms. Interestingly, I- interesting stuff. I like it. So I got to say, Halvar, God of Battle, very intriguing. I cannot wait to see the other gods um, on the artwork for the packaging that we have seen from different Kaldheim products. We have seen a hammer. There's a particularly awesome hammer that looks uh, looks red to me. So I'm guessing that that's the equipment that's on the back half of the red god. So I'm very eager to see what that's all about. Um, yeah, I can't wait. So we've got a couple weeks yet before spoilers kick off in earnest. But I got to say... I'm jazzed to see to see this. I'm jazzed to jazzed to see the new gods, and I can't wait to see what more we have from Kaldheim. So yeah, this has been uh, this has been Overthinking MTG. Thank you so much for hanging out. You can catch me on Twitch, Twitch.tv/hamhawks42. And uh, also, if you're watching this on YouTube and you enjoyed the show, please don't hesitate to press that like button and go ahead and subscribe. It makes a huge difference. So thank you so much. I appreciate you, and don't forget, you are a good person, and you deserve to be happy. <laughs>